when you make yourself better, when you try to become a better human being, when you are uncomfortable because you know you're gonna be a better person for your wife, you're gonna be a better spouse. And even if you look bad doing it. Oh man, really bad doing it. Your wife falls deeper in love with you. Absolutely. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, is today's culture producing immature men? Um, this can be potentially a controversial topic, but oh I'm curious, again, when we record these, if we don't like them, we don't have to ever release them. So I'm not right. sure what we have to worry about. But I think we'll release this one. Here's the question someone has um, written on a marriage forum. Am I the only one who feels that men today aren't men? My dad really made an effort to be a role model and just be an adult. My husband plays video games, buys impulsively, can't keep a present a secret from our son. I'm just tired of having to be an adult all the time by myself. Then I feel like a nag for just wanting a basic help from a partner. Mm. Anyone else feel this way? Or is it just our relationship? We're talking about a cultural shift in the definition of masculinity. Right. That's the topic. Something dinged. Uh, you're the only one that has electronics. <laughs> I turned my phone off. It, yep, yep. So there's the ding that you so proudly said, I turned my phone off. <laughs> anyway. And, and mention that your phone always dings while we're recording. What? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Talk to me about what is attractive in terms of a woman when you see a man, not in his physical appearance, because I'm pretty hard to compete with. All of this <laughs> is pretty sexy. But in terms of personality, in terms of maturity, in terms of attitude, can you talk to what do you think is attractive to women? When you... Uh are decisive about things like you take initiative for for doing things or make decisions it's not a ho-hum I can't decide I think that's part of being mature you yeah. have the ability to know what you like know what you want and make decisions yeah. I'm not saying that you make decisions for us without asking me or talking to me about it but you don't just rely on me to make all the decisions no. about everything. Yeah. So that that's very attractive. Um, I love that you have, um, I'll use the word gumption. I think that's, that's a fun word, but I love that you have drive. Yeah. Um, that you, that you um, want to be successful in whatever it is that you do, that you, you just have this drive to, to, be more than you are, yeah. I guess. Um, are those the kind of things that you're asking These me are for? the things that I'm looking for. And do you recognize that it culturally men might be missing some of those things? Yes, absolutely. I think it's probably, I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out here. I think it is probably very difficult. Okay. Let me back the back the truck up. <laughs> one, runs at it. one thing that I absolutely love that you have done for me since before we even got married from our very first date until the last time we were in the car. Hmm. You always, always open car doors for me. Hmm. 
And and back <clears throat> when we were younger, mm-hmm. that was pretty chivalrous. Yeah. It still, to me, is. Mm. I love that you open my door. It makes me feel cared for. It makes mm. me feel loved. Something that I hear very commonly among women, yeah. younger women than me, I yeah. guess, and even some older women as well now, is that they don't want a man opening their car door because they're capable of it. Yeah. And so I think as putting aside the fact that that young men uh, are not being taught how to be grown men, yeah. um, I think it's real difficult for those grown men to actually continue to act and be men because mm-hmm. women, there's a lot of women who who don't want that, don't like that, right. and don't allow that. I also think that there are a lot of times where um, because because our husbands maybe don't know how to do something, we take that, we see that as a character flaw, yeah. and then continue to treat them as if they don't know how to do things and yeah. aren't capable of things. And so as a man, you have to work very hard to combat that. Yeah. I think it's real easy to just go, oh, well, this is how I'm seen, so I'm going to continue to behave this way. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? It does. And so I think it's a real kind of catch-22 world that we live in right now or it's not easy because it's almost like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't right does that make sense it does it does let's even apply it to our recent life here it is now thursday when we're recording this podcast but last saturday you and i did something together yes that was a heck of a lot of fun it was what did we do we did a 5k mud run with I don't know, 15, 20 obstacles. Yep. It was called the Dirty Leprechaun. Yeah. And when we drove all the way out to Hillsboro, which is about 45 minutes from our house, yep. when we got out of the car, it was like 39 degrees outside on a Saturday morning. Yes, it was very cold. And I was complaining bitterly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get out of the car. I ran for He got the... mad at me because I was standing outside of the car with the, door, the door getting things Finished and ready when we to got go. out of the car, I ran to the nearest bonfire trying to warm up. Again, I was whining and complaining. Mm-hmm. I'll fully admit that humorously, but still whining and complaining. Right. And then the starting gun goes off, and we start hiking through all this thing. And it's incredibly muddy, incredibly dirty, incredibly cold. But about halfway through, when we are doing hard things together, and you're not doing this muddy run by yourself, how did you view me? Given the history that I haven't been able to do mud runs for a long time because of a bad back, Um, I've had some physical limitations, but I am now out there pushing myself and doing what is hard for me, Um, but I'm willing to go do that. Oh, yeah. It was so sexy. (laughs) I was just so tickled the whole time. Even... Even in the parts that were hard for me and I was groaning and moaning because I, I have asthma. Yeah. And so going up hills, no matter how much training I do, is still difficult. And I, my brain turns into grouchy. Yeah. Um, but watching you just be able to float up the hill like, no big deal. How's that go? Okay. No big deal was just so amazing like it made me love you more and like that how how can i love you more i already love you a ton but yep. here i am loving you more and that is the topic or the key to the conversation we're having today that a lot of men i think are missing, missing. yes when men push themselves 
to become better, even though it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. It communicates love to your wife. And they don't teach us in school. It isn't talked about on TV shows. Right. And yet it is kind of this hidden gem. It's this secret that most men are unaware of, which right. is when you make yourself better, when you try to become a better human being, when you are uncomfortable because you know you're going to be a better person for your wife, you're going to be a better spouse. And even if you look bad doing it. Oh man, really bad doing it. Your wife falls deeper in love with you. Absolutely. One of the one of the signs of maturity is when children, they want things that aren't usually good for them. Can I have cookies before dinner? Can I stay up late till three in the morning? And we usually have to have our parents discipline us. No, you can't have cookies. You have to go to bed at this time. They have to say no for us when we are children. Right. But when you get older and mature, we are supposed to say no to ourselves when there are unhealthy things in our lives. Yes. We are supposed to become self-disciplined. And I'm hearing that a lot of men in the culture today have lost that ability to be self-disciplined, to say no to things that make them feel good. Right. Even though it's a healthy thing to do for their marriage, to communicate love to their spouse and their children, and to become healthy versions of themselves. Of themselves, exactly. That is the piece that is missing. And instead, it's being substituted by, I just want to be comfortable. I don't want to risk looking bad, like you said. That is a terrifying thing for men to do. I'm going to try something new, and I know I'm going to look like a moron doing it because it's new to me. And anytime you, t- well, my one of my favorite quotes is, it's impossible to get better and look good at the same time. Oh, you've told me that one a bazillion times. It's a I great quote. I have to remember that myself. I stole it from The Artist's Way, the book called The Artist's Way. It's a brilliant quote. It's impossible to get better and look good at the same time. And men, so because we have fragile egos, we don't like to look bad. Right. And so we will take the path of least resistance whenever it's presented to us most of the time, especially around emotional things, relational things. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys who will still work out. They will still push themselves to become um, better at work and things like that. Right. But emotionally, relationally, um, mental healthily, they will not look bad. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would argue this is the reason why a lot of men are really uncomfortable with counseling or putting themselves out there in front of another human being because they right. they look bad. Right. And that's terrifying. Uh, the most fragile thing on the planet is a male ego. We just don't want to look bad. Right. And yet men need to learn how to do this if they want to communicate love to their wives. Sure. It's one of the best ways to communicate love to their, love to their wives. Just like me jumping in that stupid pond halfway <laughs> through that dirty leprechaun. And I wish I, oh, I would have let you go first my so I could have seen. <laughs> goodness, it was up to your neck and it was bitterly cold. It was take your breath away. Well, what I said when I got out of the pond is... <laughs> There was definitely shrinkage going on. It was terrible. You mentioned something about being frozen as well. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was painful in many, many ways. And I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it. In fact, I was going to walk around that obstacle. It was was just going to be too much pain. And it was like, no, 
I'm going to do this hard thing because I don't want to be limited. I don't want to be limited by fear or insecurity or, or uncomfortability. uncomfortability. I'm going to do something hard because my wife is going to do this with me. I'm, let me rephrase that. I, I'm, actually, I want to rephrase that very clearly. I'm going to do this with you. You actually are the one who's doing it and I'm yes, joining you. you are. It's not you joining me. Right. Um, and it's a pleasure to walk with you into those uncomfortable places um, because we bond better together th- over this. I become a better human being. Right. Halfway through this, I was already thinking of all sorts of amazing things. I felt so good about myself doing this thing. Yeah. And you felt good about me. And yep. I felt good about you. And I felt good about our marriage. It was a lovely day after that. It was a good dose of feel good. Yes, it really, really was. Oh, by the way, I just signed you up for the Rugged Maniac. <laughs> No. <laughs> when is that some, one? We got some more feel goods coming. Oh, fantastic. When is that one? July 1st. July 1. Okay, good to know. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Good. So, coming back to this question, this so, this gal is asking, is anyone else noticing a trend in men who are not stepping up? Yes. And doing the hard things to become mature men, adults? And yes. the answer is yes. 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 We're not going to dive into the bigger cultural questions of why and what's been happening, you know, sociologically and everything else. Like We're not even going to bother diving into all of that. The answer is yes, there is a difference in men in the last 50 years. And it's okay to call that out. Yep. She wasn't really looking for an answer to... It wasn't an answer to a relationship problem, but it is an underlying cancer in relationships. It is, in fact, if you read through the forums that I read through, it is probably 85% women going, I wish my husband would do this because husbands are just dropping the ball. They're missing the pieces. They Men, men don't understand how to love their wives. Right. And, and I think a lot of it is women want their husbands to have initiative. Yes. And, you know, you, yes. the, the first book that you wrote was about men having initiative yeah in fact that was the title of it it was called initiative but then we renamed it and titled it what a wife really wants yes without actually answering the question which is initiative if you want to read that book you can actually buy it on amazon if you just search for paul elmore or you look up what a wife really wants it's available on amazon you can go buy that um it's a quick read. It's probably, you can read it in under two hours, um, but it is the six things that make a healthy relationship and how they all play into this concept of initiative. Yeah. So that's an option. If you're a husband listening to this, we have two other options for you. One is um, the other book I wrote, which is called Husband 101. It is a fast read on here are simple things that you can and should be doing for your wife that you may never have been taught growing up or never had modeled for you. And if you've never had it modeled, you're not going to know how to do this. Mm -hmm. So this is the book that helps you Fix Your Miserable Marriage. That's the subtitle of the book. Husband 101. Again, look up Paul Elmore on Amazon. Buy both the books if you're interested. Or we have a new tool that is just out. And I just finished putting some of the stuff together for it yesterday. And it's called Love Dot. And what this is, is a paid subscription for husbands who have a hard time remembering. They love their wives, but they have a hard time remembering showing it. They just don't always have the ability or that impetus, that initiative to show it. And so this is a subscription service where you get an email every week going, here's something loving to do for your wife. 
And why? Why this shows love and how this is going to connect and make your relationship better. Yeah. And then on top of that, you can also put in your anniversary date, your wife's birthday. Uh, you'll get reminders before Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and before her anniversary, before the anniversary and before her birthday. It is a it is a coaching system, automated coaching system so that you by doing loving things for your wife, you become a better husband. Mm-hmm. And and again, if you've never been taught this, if you don't know how to do it, that's okay. Use a service that's going to help you learn that. Right. There's nothing wrong. And by the way, the whole service costs less than one Vente Mocha from Starbucks each month. It's not an expensive service. So if you're willing to pay for a Vente Mocha and you're not willing to invest this in your marriage, then it might be time to kind of examine your priorities. Again, if you're struggling in this area, if your marriage is great, then fantastic. Enjoy the mocha. But if it's struggling and you need to get better at this, uh, securemarriage.com. And on the homepage, it says for husbands, you can actually click on love dot um, or up under the online courses. There's the love dot link there. You can get to that and just sign up for that. And and I will help you. These are th- emails that I'm putting together and I'm writing and it will basically be a master's course in how to be a good husband that you don't have to do all at once. It'll it'll come in a slow time and you'll just get really, really good at it. It's it's really awesome. Yeah. It's 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 I think it's good. And again, it's called Love Dot because when I used to send emails to my wife, she'd get those little red notifications on top of the icon. Yes, and I knew my husband was sending me a love note. Yep. So they got called love dots. They call love, we even use that phrase today. She yep. sent me a love dot, you know, via now text you can, today. Now we can use emojis yes. because I sent a heart, yes. red heart, and, and a red a dot. dot. So this is what we're doing. We want marriages to get better. We want your marriages to get better, dear listener. Okay. All seven of you who are out there, we want your marriages to get better. If you have a great marriage, but you have a brother-in-law or you have a son or you know, you know, someone who goes, man, I've been wanting to get my marriage better. I didn't know where to turn. Securemarriage.com is a place to start. We have lots of uh, free resources via this podcast. We have some free videos. We have some paid courses. We have some subscription tools that you can use. We got something that fits for everybody. Yeah. And if it's not there, email us paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com and say, Hey, you don't have this and we need this. We'll build something probably because we want to build the tools that make your marriage better. Yep. Okay. I think that's it. I think so. It's been fun. Yeah. It was a good one. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next time. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.